0: Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Snatched! (laughs) You're here with your boy Ewart
1: And your girl Latoya
0: (laughs) Um, And we're bringing you another episode of us to our season, Grubbing Pains Um, Mm -hmm. This episode is called All This for a Check and we are focusing on careers and the professional world um so the reasons why we decided that actually this will be quite a good topic to talk about um is because you know when you're younger in your 20s when I finished uni I studied drama physical dance theater I thought I was going to go and be like an epic dancer for the Hofer Schecter company if you don't know Hofer Schetter, you need to know Wow, he's amazing. Um, (laughs) But that didn't work out. So I kind of got fell into HR. Um, It was just a job at the time, but it's actually turned into a vocation for me. So it's turned Mm -hmm. into something that I'm really, really passionate about. For those of you don't know, I'm a talent development business partner. So I'm looking at like talent management and like basically the development of people, um, no matter what level from a professional standpoint. So yeah, we thought it'd be a really good topic to kind of like talk about because actually there are some people who are in the 30 plus bracket and actually they are not in their vocation and Mm. they're still trying to find out like what career they want to go into and you know when you are younger in your 20s you experience different things and you put up with quite a lot of things as well in order to shape the career or the vocation that you fall into um so yeah we just thought it'd be a really cool topic to have a discussion about it because there is nothing wrong with still trying to find your feet and equally what your career is however I feel there is a lot of pressures from or we feel there's quite a lot of pressures from society Hmm. and family to a degree yeah um at this age you should be in this career so that's basically to give you a bit of context around what the um what the episode is going to be about um and we hope that you enjoy right
1: 100% yeah, yeah definitely
0: so going on to like so talking about like career and vocation so Latoya like is your Are you, is it just a job for you at the moment or are you in your career? Is it a vocation for you?
1: Um, So I currently uh, do marketing, marketing executive. Ooh, it sounds very fancy, but yeah, it's marketing executive. (laughs) Um, But I really enjoy marketing and I never thought that I would enjoy it as much as I, did because my background started off in fashion design and I really thought that I was going to be a designer and then I did the degree and realized I don't like making clothes I just don't mm-hmm. have as much of an interest in it as I thought I did yeah but I was really more interested in the psychology of fashion consumerism like imagery yeah. like semiotics that kind of stuff is more interesting to me than actually the clothes so well, push comes to shove, you got to get a job in it because you left mm-hmm. you left uni. So I went back and retrained <laughs> as a teacher because I was like, I he need,
0: did. <laughs>
1: I need money. Yeah. So and I thoroughly enjoyed the the rewarding aspects of teaching. Anyone's a teacher, you know, who actually likes their job, not the ones who complain, but they'll say they really love the rewarding aspects of working with young people, and that to this day I'll still carry and say that was the best part of the job. But it is paperwork heavy and it's very, very there's a lot of politics behind education, unfortunately. So it doesn't have mm. that vocational aspect. It wasn't enough for me to carry on with it, basically. And I was like, I'm done. After five years, I was done. So then I went back to uni again at age twenty nine. I feel like wow. I went back at twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah, I turned You were a mature 30, think, shooter innit? I was mature to do my <laughs> master's. I went back at 30 to go, I feel like it was 30, but it must've been, yeah. Go back to do my master's and, Go back to doing fashion Kind of marketing That area Yeah And then I managed To get a job In like you know Lowly paid when you leave Because you're like Shit this is what people earn When Mm. they come out You know you haven't been Back on that salary bracket For a while Mm, So you come mm. out And you're like This is very humbling It's humbling I was like, "Wow, okay, <sighs> wow." So then, <laughs> it just really, yeah, it's really it throws you for a loop at that age, especially in your thirties. Like, you, like you said earlier, when you get to a certain age, you sort of think you should be earning a certain amount of money for sure. So it took me; it's taken me another four or five years. But I'm now in a situation where I actually really enjoy what I do with marketing and what I've learned about it. It's actually yeah. also allowed me to do it freelance and also has allowed me to work on other projects as well outside of my nine to five. So yeah. it is a vocation, yeah. but the but the job is, it allows me to do more than what I do inside of my nine to five, which is for sure. fantastic for me. So I think I found my little niche and I like it. Yeah. Um whether I decide to move up the career ladder within that sector, I would love to, but there's also, it's also open my eyes to other bits and things I'm really interested in as well, Yeah. which I wouldn't maybe have had if I stayed in teaching. If I stayed in teaching, i will be earning a nice whack of money. I'd be very comfortable, but I would be bored to tears and stressed, yeah. <laughs> like stressed. So I definitely feel like, yeah, for me, that's where I stand. Um, With mine And you said that yours is Definitely You feel like it's a vocation For you now
0: Yeah I think it's a vocation For me now I think when I was younger I got into L&D HR When I was about 22 So Mm. I literally just finished um, uni um, and I was like you know what I need a check yeah literally um, and I just didn't want to be on the shop floor I'd done my nine years <laughs> I'd done solid I'd done solid like nine years floor work um, so yeah kind of like fell into like L&D and then really enjoyed it but at the time I didn't think it was it wasn't a vocation it was just a job mm. and if I was honest I was trying to do theatre shows behind the scenes at the same time mm. so I was dancing at the same time as actually holding another full-time job and obviously, like, theatre didn't work out, um, which is fine. And then kind of just thought, you know what, let me focus my energy into you enjoy people, you enjoy helping people, the development of people as well. So, you know what, learning and development, talent development is a great, um, is almost like a great factor to work in or a great um, part of HR to work mm. in. So, yeah, I would definitely say it's now a vocation and it is my career and I thoroughly do enjoy it. Good. There's been some ups and downs, I don't get it twisted. Yeah. There's there's been some moments in in you know my uh, my <laughs> professional career when I've been in that bathroom. I've been crying. Oh, not lie. God. <laughs> um but you know what it's nice. I think I found my purpose mm-hmm. in the work that I do, which is super rewarding. And actually, I'm quite lucky because I do appreciate that there are You know, I have friends and there's people out there that are 32 and they don't know what they want to do. Um, And I could only imagine like how stressful that can be, Mm -hmm. um, considering that you do have a lot of external, um, what's the word? Uh, you're have a lot. you influenced by a lot of external factors. Absolutely. So, you know, like from social media, as I said in the beginning, um, through family, people are probably looking at your friends. You've got friends who are like, you know, directors and you're not a director, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So that can be quite stressful for the mm. individual. So I, I do count my blessings. I'm quite lucky. Do
1: you think that to, friends are to, like to a, a motivator in terms of like, if you surround yourself with people who are motivated in their careers, that actually yeah. it, it motivates you to want to do more? or, or yeah. do you feel like because I think for some people like you said it can be quite a depressing aspect if your friends are doing really well and you're mm-hmm. not like it could make you feel like you feel worse about yourself but if you've mm-hmm. got people around you who are really do are really aspirational that's the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for like is yeah. that inspirational to yourself in terms of like helping you move up the career ladder
0: yeah I think um Yes, I think it is. I think being surrounded with people who are quite ambitious and they have massive like aspirations mm. really supports me in wanting to move up the career ladder and really wanting to succeed from a professional standpoint. Yeah. Um, so I agree. However, I would also say it depends on. Um, uh what do you call it It depends on the friendship as well Mm. so i think like if you surround yourself with people and i think we spoke about it in a previous episode who when you win i win and vice versa and they're there to support you irrespective of whether or not i could be earning this salary and i'm a director you know what i'm not going to forget you yeah what do you want to do let me sit down with you let me scope out what you your cv like etc so i think it depends on the circle of friends you have and the Mm. energy that they bring that's massively important because actually if you if you're not in a friendship circle that is like that, 110%, the only thing that you've got is your inner critic. So your inner critic is going to be there like, all of my friends are at this level, they earn this amount, and actually I'm not nowhere not there. there. yeah. And no one's helping me. I don't really know how to. Mm. So I think that's quite... Um, it depends on the friendship circle that definitely you've got. I think and you yeah. know that
1: even happens in terms of like when you go to university and some people some people that you know might not go and yeah. you know people kind of hold that degree thing over people's heads like well you don't have a degree well I have yeah. a degree and it's like a degree not to sound so pessimistic but sometimes it's worthless it sounds awful I'm not saying people shouldn't go to university because I think <laughs> go for a the experience be the way that you learn and, and the way that it teaches you to think critically you can't really get that anywhere else I don't think I think in university it mm-hmm. does get you to do that but in terms of like people lauding over your head if you don't have a degree please like as a, as a thing just don't let that be a thing for you like I wish I took like a gap year and I traveled for yeah. a bit before going straight to yeah. uni but I've got African parents so that's not discussion <laughs> <laughs> we don't get what degree you no. do
0: but you're going to university you go to university yeah. no I, I think yeah I agree with you I think it's, it's almost it's almost like a rite of passage now isn't it yeah though? um I do think absolutely I agree with you I think if you have the opportunity to go to university go yeah. I think you'll experience a lot You'll have, you'll be challenged in a very, very different way. Mm. Um, I think to your point, you know, you're able to think about a particular subject from a critical aspect, a hundred percent, Um you know what, if you don't have a degree, it's not the be all, no. end all. I have some friends that have not done any sort of, like, you know, higher education and they're winning. Yeah. They're flying. <laughs> like, That's they're fair. on six figures. <laughs> so, so they're okay. Okay. And they didn't do that for a check. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so so You know what, if it's right for you, then go. But if not, the degree is the not the be all or end all. No. It really is not.
1: I agree. It's not. It's not. So following on from that, so, like, in terms of mm-hmm. the degree stuff... What do you do Mm. if you've got a job now? So you've got the job, you've been working there maybe three, four years now, uh, comfortable, comfortably paid, Mm -hmm. you know what's going on every Monday to Friday, but you now feel stuck in the rut. Like you want to to fly, you want to excel, but you don't know how. Like how does one start that? How does one start that journey to start transitioning out of where they are to where they want to be? When they, when they want to change jobs, which is a hard question.
0: It is a really hard question. Why are you always asking me these hard questions?
1: Have you, have you been there yourself? Let's start with that, like in terms of being stuck in a rut.
0: Um, yes, yeah. I have. I have been there. Um. I think for me, it was quite... For me, it was weird because I was, I, I felt I was stuck in a rut because I wasn't, I was able to do the job, mm-hmm. but I wasn't given the opportunity to do the job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was willing to do, to elevate myself and my position in doing the job, but they decided to make a, a stupid decision to get someone that had no previous experience to try and line manage me oh, as an l and professional. So, if I'm honest, what made me become unstuck from that rut was me actually being in conflict mm. with the organization and with the decision. Because I was just like, "Now nah, you're taking a piss out of me now. Nah, fuck that. Yeah. Like, I'm out. And I remember coming home that day and I remember cussing and I was like, they I give me off. <laughs> and I went on LinkedIn, like researched like, all these jobs, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I applied for Audi. Um, watches of Switzerland wow. da, 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 and got interviews. Watches of Switzerland. You know, wait. I'm gonna tell you. I got. I got. Um, <laughs> I got a job in Mapping and Web as an L and D business partner. Now I was like, what's Mapping and Web? Basically, they sell like antiques and cutlery Whoa. and like prestigious, like magisterial stamped Love it. <laughs> stuff.
1: So, leeched, Can you imagine though? me working in Mapping and Web.
0: <laughs> Mapping and Web. But like, I think going back to your, your, you know, your question. Yeah. The reasons why I became unsighted because I was in conflict. And and I had had enough, and mm. I got to that point. I do know sometimes it doesn't always happen for other people, so I think trying to ask, answer that question is, I think you need to take a step back and consider if you do move, mm-hmm. what are the reasons for you actually wanted to move? Is it because you don't necessarily have any more career development? Is it because that you don't um, you don't get on with your manager, etc.? And I think you need to be really um, sure as to the reasons why you want to move, because people do make the mistakes and move sometimes and they feel that the grass is greener on the other side and it really isn't. Yeah, very true. So, and I think it's around making kind of like a list around, okay, cool, this is what I don't get for my current job. This is what I want. And if I'm honest, you need to have the courage to just be brave. Mm. You really do need to have the courage to be brave and just make take that leap. Yeah. because um, And I think you need to think to yourself, what's the worst that can happen?
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: Like self-coaching is massively important, Like, yeah. Right? yeah, what is the worst that can happen? You can apply. It's a, All you have to do is just click apply on LinkedIn, innit? And then the, you just it, apply the for the job. The worst that's going
1: to happen is they'll say no.
0: Exactly. And that's fine <laughs> because there's like thousands of different jobs. Exactly, that's on offer. I agree. So I think the first thing is, yeah, getting yourself together in terms of, what is it that you get from your current job and what is it that you don't have? Yeah. What is it that you want from the other organization and then finding the right job that's for you and literally just taking that first step in terms of applying. I
1: agree. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, because I think that support, that's, that's the hardest step, the first step. I agree. Cause
1: I've had a mentor for the last kind of yeah. year and um, yeah. he's really good at basically, cause I've been like, well, I'd like to apply for this job. And he's just like, well, what's stopping you? And I'm like, well because I don't have this that and that or I don't see myself in that role in five years time I'm not sure and he's really good at basically looking at what you do in your current role and Mm -hmm. looking at like how you can take sometimes you think you don't have the skills but actually the skills are wrapped up in different wrapping paper if that makes sense like it's not quite what you think it is but actually you can do it so for example if you work in like admin you might think, well, I could never go, f- like if I'm an administration assistant, well, how do I move up to office manager, for example? But you already do so mm. much organisation. You probably do so mm. much. You probably have more oversight of the office than the actual, I don't know, person your PA to or helping because you actually know how the office runs. But yeah. sometimes you just see yourself. Well, all I do is book rooms for this person's meeting, or all yeah, I do is yeah. like photocopy. But actually, you you know more. So it's actually having the yeah. confidence and also writing it you, about yourself in such a way that you're sellable and you will get the job. Yeah. But like you said, it's the yeah. first step, and I think a lot of people are very afraid to take that.
0: And I think is what it doesn't help. Like if you've been in an organisation for a long period of time, you become institutionalised. Absolutely. So, you know, I remember when I was in touch with someone, you know, the touch of top man days top shop, for God the man. listeners who don't know me and Latoya <laughs> has known each other for quite some it. time in the rooms, those days. Um, <laughs> but when I came off the shop floor working for touch shop, top man and I was, you know, in the office environment, I've been in touch top man for what nine years, mm-hmm. so. Moving on to my current employer was hard because I had been there for such a long time. I was institutionalised and thought that I didn't know anything. And the only thing I knew was Top shop, Top Man. Mm. So there's nothing, if I was to go outside of the organisation, oh my God, they're going to think, okay, he's incompetent because he's only worked there. Mm. Um, And again, I potentially feel exactly the same. Like now in my current role, I'm like, oh God, although I don't want to move, I'm quite happy where I am, but I'm like, okay, am I ready to move on mm-hmm. or could I move on etc cetera, etc cetera. but I think it definitely comes down to you really kind of like identifying and connecting with your self-worth that that's yeah. massively important it's massively important And I think a lot of people do struggle to do that but you need I always say to myself like <laughs> you write a list of like everything that you're good at and one thing and things that you're not because actually you have the power then so no one can't tell you you're you're rubbish at this. No, I know I'm rubbish at this, that's why I wrote it down. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I always said this thing, I like I psych myself up if I've got like if I'm if I was going for a job interview, so the job interview that I went for with my current employer, this is like five years ago, I remember having a cigarette outside Knightsbridge and I was saying to myself, right, you've got to sell yourself, you gotta sell yourself, you're the baddest bitch in the game, you're the baddest bitch in the game, and I put on little Kim no matter what people say. I love that. Listen to the interview. <laughs> I got the role,
1: thing. Oh, I love it. It's actually so So true. And actually, I think the thing... Yeah, sorry, go on.
0: No, 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 finish, finish. Oh,
1: yeah, I was just going to say that the things that make you quirky um, and things that make you, like, unique are sometimes what sells you the best in an interview. Because, I mean, my interview for this job, I I don't know why I told them that. They were like, oh, anything else you want to tell us? And I just went, yeah, I'm really into astrology, by the way. Like, and they literally just like, okay. And I like they're like, what do you what do you and I was like, why the fuck did I say that? But yeah, actually yeah. it just kind of made them all laugh and it was just a bit like, yeah, yeah. and it just makes you a bit memorable. So sometimes the things that you 100%. think are not important are a hundred percent important like to yeah. mention.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let me unmute myself. Like, yes, sometimes, sometimes there's things at work that you can't control in a podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah but, no, yeah, I get that. Like, like hands are walking through it. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is the reality. This is the reality, God. guys. If you're starting a podcast, it's tough. out here just me. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough, it's tough. But now, on the back of what you're saying about sucking her up, some people are sucking her up also because they've got like piss poor management and they've just got them bitch managers. They've got them awful managers. And actually, you know, we're ready when you've got your inner critic and it's Mm -hmm. like saying you're not good enough, but actually, you're Actual superior reinforces that feeling in you. They don't bring up the best in you. That also supports, or that 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 can be the shackles to someone being in an organization and being stuck in a rut. Definitely. So, what like what stories have you got around like you know, which uh, managers. managers? Plenty. Oh, I've had two. Yeah.
1: I've had two managers. That I would say the probably the worst managers neck in neck. I can't really give one point over the other. Yeah. One was. Uh, it was quite surprising to me Because she was a black woman like myself mm-hmm. And I've always thought that if you were a black woman And you see young black women Or teachers or whatever Yeah, for just
0: lift up, um, you know Yeah, yeah, live yeah you have to lift
1: up she Was one of those women who she wanted to be the only one um, So if you're the only one um, No one else is good enough mm-hmm. And she was just a bully She was just absolutely Not just against mm-hmm. me But a loads and loads of people yeah. And it was actually, like you said, about conflict mm-hmm. because I was humming and hiring. It's my last year of teaching and I was humming and hiring. I was like, all right, let's you could go to one more school. Yeah. You could try this again. Yeah. Try a different thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Or you could just quit and go back and study. Yeah. And I just remember I handed in my notice with no job to go to and submitted my application for my master's. Got on then I, then I was like Oh shit How am I going to pay for this Because you know You're broke <laughs> yeah. um, So at the last minute yeah. I handed in an application For a scholarship And I don't know What was shining down On me or whatever But I got all my fees Paid for Amazing. Something was just And I was like That was the right yeah. decision yeah. For me to do yeah. um, You know That was luck Or God Or whatever mm. But it was like The right thing To do for me mm. um, So she's pretty Diabolical mm. But the last boss I had, which I, you know, I don't like to call people out, but I think she was one of those women where, you know, you just don't know if they're trying to be friends with you or not. Are are we friends? Are we, you know, so the first time I got there, I'd only been there for about a month and I had made some flyers for like, they they used to do business support. So I'd done some flyers to, you know, to distribute and to sell electronically and I'd printed them out, you know, she micromanaged everything to last, de- de- last, last, last minute detail. So I printed them out anyway, because it was a rush. It was a bit of a mess. She was not a very organized manager. Mm-hmm. And on the day of the workshop, she calls me over and was like, oh, Latoya, can I can I speak to you for a minute? And you know, when someone says that to you, your, your heart is just like, I've only been here for like a month. Yeah. What the fuck have I done? Yeah. She calls me over and she's like, can you see a mistake on this flyer? And I was like, um... Uh, No (laughs) And she's like How do you spell program And then I realised That the computer Had autocorrected it To the American spelling So it wasn't The English spelling of program It was the American And I was like And she's like Are we in America And I was like "Um, No Yeah so you have to Just check every last Every last thing And I was thinking to myself Well You were rushing me 48 hours before this this (laughs) event (laughs) And it just became like, it was sort of like she'd be friendly with you and then not quite. And it came to a head where, again, you know, it's about this conflict thing, whether you're <laughs> going to stay or not. She asked me to do a marketing sign-off form. And she said, this piece of paper was really going to develop me as an employee. I said, you you think designing a form is going to develop me as an empl- employee? She said, yes. I said, Why are we doing a form for sign-off when you sit two desks away from me? What I've got to do is get up and show you the thing. and You just tell me yes or no. No, I want a form. Okay. So we're going back and and forth about this form. And I said to her, well, you used to be a marketing manager, apparently. Do you have an example of like something you've used before that you were happy with? Well, no, I don't. I don't have anything. Like it was, I just don't. I I wasn't actually in marketing, but I I I didn't I didn't have one. And I said, okay, well, it it would help me if because obviously everything I'm showing to you, you're you're criticizing. And she said, well, have you heard of Google? You you could Google it. And in that sec, in those that one statement, my blood just boiled. You know, you're sitting there and your blood just boils. I thought. Okay. So I left it. I spoke to a few people. I said, um, what's going on here? Am I just... Yeah,
0: yeah, and they're all yeah. like,
1: no, nah, she's a bitch. She's yeah. a bitch. So I had my one-to-one with her and I said to her, I do not appreciate you speaking to me like that. Yeah. That's not how you speak to. You yeah. need to learn how to apologise as a, as a, as an adult. Yeah, And she was like, well, I, I, I speak to other people like that. I said, well, I'm, I'm here to tell you today. If that's how you speak to other people... Yeah. They probably don't like you very much. Yeah. So you need to stop doing it. Well, what do you want to do about it? I said, it's all right. We can go to the director. Let's go up, baby. Cause you ain't gonna change. So I always say to people, there's no point doing battles with these managers. Yeah. That's what HR is there for. Yeah. And if you do it correctly, yeah. They will never come to you again. And she never did. She never asked me to do a single thing for her again. She will go for other people. Because don't do that to me. Because I'll make sure you get fired. If you want to go with that nonsense.
0: You done the HR way.
1: done the HR way. The black way. Or the HR way. You the black
0: choose. way or the, the HR way. way.
1: That's how I see it. So I have unfortunately had those awful managers. Yeah. And I would say that um, there's um it's be professional yeah. about it. Obviously, yes, you can talk to talk to them first mm. if you feel like she was unreasonable. So for mm. me personally, there was absolutely no need for me to continue having a conversation with her because I think she thought that I wouldn't go any further up. Yeah. I'm not afraid to do that because yeah. you already know you're in the wrong. So once we escalate, no one's going to be back no one's going to back you. Yeah. Um and I would say keep a record of everything, do everything um get everything written down, have things in emails, do not don't get into verbal conflict
0: Because as soon as that happens You've already lost Yeah, no, it's true Everything everything has to be um, on email Documented Yeah,
1: email BCC if you have to Yeah To make sure that shit is documented Yeah, yeah. But yeah, having a shit manager It's just It is it is
0: awful yeah. It's demoralising I think that I don't think that I've had um, I haven't had like a bitchy I've had some managers in the past mm. That have been very like I would challenge the way they operate at times, yeah. but I've been able to navigate kind of through it. Um, I think that, that I've I had, I've had some managers that's been incompetent a hundred percent. Um, and you know, when you're just like, you really don't know how to do your job, but I'm doing your job for you and you're capitalizing on my success, but I'm not being rewarded for it that's not okay um so yeah that that i've, ha- I've had that issue before so yeah i've never come across like a uh, um like had a bitch manager although i probably to be fair i think some of the people that i've managed are probably <laughs> saying i've been a bitch manager <laughs> i don't like to, i don't think i've been a bitch manager i've been very passionate and i've been very clear about well, what needs to happen we
1: should do a survey Listen to do a
0: survey <laughs> you're wicked you see how bad man <laughs> you are you see how bad man <laughs> <laughs> survey could you imagine do you want to Give me three sixty feedback, like from people who exited <laughs> my team. No, to no, be, I'm, I'm not even going to live. Though you know what? Let me give you some joke. My team had the highest lab, my ha- highest turnover. <laughs> lie. yeah, highest turnover. My my, sex, my my function had the highest um, turnover, like talent development. But you know what? It's positive, and it was right for them. <laughs> <laughs> it was right for them. <laughs>
1: they weren't capable of doing the job so it was time for them to. no but
0: you know what i have had i've made some errors though i have made some errors like you know (laughs) i've had colleagues i've had like you know some direct reports and i'm just like i can't no matter and you know what's so frustrating Mm. is because i want it to work out i want it to work out and i'm like i'm willing to put in the work i'm willing to stay behind after hours till 7 30 i finish work at 5 30 right? Like, mm. And I'm saying behind that like, your one-to-ones turn into three hours because I'm basically coaching you, right? Yeah. And I'm like, you're not giving me something. So, I, you know, I've lost it a few times. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, once or twice. Uh, in a professional uh, manner, guys, in a professional manner. I think a quote I have said, um, <laughs> you're going to Oh laugh. God. No, a quote I've said is that, like, I was like, I just said, look, I need you to help me help us. Okay. And I'm really struggling because I don't really know what else to do. This is what I've done. So tell me what more that you need for me. But I can't <laughs> flex anymore. And that clearly that conversation didn't work. And then some other fuck up happened and I had the conversation with the person again. Oh. And at that point I lost I lost my shit. And I just said, look, cats have nine lives. You're on your ninth life. Wow. So Why? do what you need to do, but do it quickly because I can't continue to operate in this space. Cause so I don't want to I don't want to be like this, but you're not yeah. doing what I'm asking you to do. Yeah, yeah. So but you know what? Like I didn't have to manage that other person. They <clears throat> kinda of did it for themselves. So yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? But I, but I like to. I am a good boss. I have my weaknesses. hundred percent. I do have my weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. But I know I can come across. I'm very bullish sometimes. I can come across quite domineering. Um, mm. But you know what? I really do care about people. And you know what? I do develop people. I do develop people. Every that's single good. person reported to me, they've gone on. They've gone on to a bigger and better job. That's good. No,
1: that's and good. I'm just
0: like if you weren't working in this team, you wouldn't get this exposure. It's true.
1: Big yourself right. up. You, you're doing
0: it. It makes me so it makes me feel better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> whatever it's where, true. whatever helps you like do the job well. It's true,
0: it's, it's, true. it's true, it's true. It's true. So, so do you go on. No, no, you go, go. No, I was just talking about like, you know, the pressures in terms of like, um, we've kind of explored like pressures for around from society yeah. and like you know, from social media and other assets as well. Do you feel there's a difference between female and male pressure? And I know this is quite a big topic. It
1: is, yeah. <laughs> to get and, into,
0: we might have to do a light touch on yeah, this. Yeah, like, I'll try yeah. and
1: summarise it because it's quite a lot. I think with women, it is more to do with the fact that if you're a child, we're in age, um, some employers, not often, I think it's changing, obviously, feminism, woohoo, people are like take, make, take, making a stand. Yeah. But, um, you know, are you planning to have kids soon? that can impact upon whether you could be overlooked for promotions or yeah. whether you're even employable. Cause it could be yeah. a case that they see engagement ring in your hand. Mm, that means she's probably gonna get pregnant within a year or True. two. Do we want that person there? I think with men, um, I don't know, cause obviously I'm speaking from a woman's perspective. I think in the fashion industry, I definitely think you benefit from being a gay man. One hundred percent. Yeah, okay. I definitely think so. Um, yeah. I feel like gay men dominate that industry quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and more so than women, even for women's wear, it's interesting yeah. that actually gay men dominate the industry more than women do yeah. within that, with that, within that industry. In terms of like, when I see it within a normal structure, that normal organization, like fashion is not normal, but within a corporate organization, yeah. I think with men, it is always the same kind of men at the top, which are like, hate to say it, like white middle-class Alding, older <laughs> men who seem to head up these organizations, and they're very, very, very out of touch. I mean, we saw it with the whole <laughs> Black Lives Matter, Black Square. Like you just send in your black employees, to put something out on Instagram, and you're so out of touch with what is going on because you yeah. just you just get your your six figures or seven figures, or whatever yeah. you're earning, yeah, and and it tends to be women that are sort of in maybe middle management? Yeah. Administration, HR. so it's kind of like I find a lot where I've worked it's mostly men who yeah. make the bigger, biggest decisions Yeah, and not often, it's not often women, which yeah. is, yeah, and I don't know what, I, I mean, of course we, there's feminism and there's misogyny and so many things that are going on. And then obviously even with things like race, that's a, a whole other sector in itself, 100%. LGBTQ yeah. disabilities. Like there's so many, like how many, have you ever seen someone who's a company director, who is uh, a black queer female with a disability who heads up an organization? I no. I can't think of a single person
0: yeah.
1: like at all, yeah. but I could probably name Quite a few white middle class boarding men who head up organizations. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> who's that one that owns Weatherspoons? Man, he gets on my fucking nerves. One the one that owns
0: Weatherspoons?
1: The one that owns Weatherspoons and he's like supports Brexit. I can't remember what his name uh, is, but okay, cool. makes me sick the one that owns Ryanair makes me sick right. like
0: <laughs> so what would be uh, so what would be, <laughs> not too political not too correct Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> um, so what would be kind of like your key takeaways then around from blacker uh, careers perspective
1: i think i mean I, I haven't finished reading the book but feel the fear and do it anyway i've had that book sitting on my shelf for so long okay. but i think that it's really important to sometimes just take the leap yeah. obviously i would say never leave a job if you haven't got anything else lined up or you're not financially secure so actually 100%. i went to um a workshop about being your own boss mm-hmm. and one of the women said really good piece of advice is if you're pl- planning to leave your job to have nothing to go to or start your own thing to make sure that you've saved at least six months of salary Mm -hmm. in your bank account before you leave so that when you go at least you have six months of money to live off and you're not you've got time to find a job or whatever the case may be. And I thought it was a really yeah. good practical piece of advice. Yeah. Don't jump with nothing to go to because the way this country's is going, you better hope that if these benefits are going to be existing in the future. Yeah, you'll be lucky, but it true. just won't even be free in the future.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> do you know
1: what I mean? Like, I mean, we'll all hope. Yeah. You can leave, you get housing benefit. You can listen. No, no. Don't go with that mindset. It's, it's not, it's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. So I would say, st- especially now, we're going into a recession, stay where you are, yeah. screw some money away, and then take a leap of faith if you feel that that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Like, I think the whole, we're in lockdown, <laughs> or this lockdown situation of coronavirus, I've seen so many people start so many businesses, like mm-hmm. catering and,
0: ugh, I don't know
1: you know, home businesses have Agreed. just boomed because people have had to make money. Yeah. So, you know, don't let like a negative situation, even if it's a difficult boss, don't let that distract from what your passion and your goals are. And e- even if you don't have a massive passion or goal, ca- goal, can your job fund you to do something that you really want to do? Even if yeah. it's just travel. Even if it's just like, I want to travel the world for like six months. Okay, we'll save the money and then go. So, yeah, just feel yeah, feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. In a quote, and I think it's, it stands. What's your takeaway?
0: I think my takeaway is definitely there's two things. I think um, uh, think about like job security first. So to reiterate your point, think about job security first before you take in the leap. Um, I definitely encourage people to really connect with how epic you are because you're epic at your job. You're in the job for a reason, right? So, like, if you're feeling a little bit down, you 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 know your inner critic is mad high. Um, really, start to kind of like connect with actually what you're really good at and what you need yeah. to get better at. Um, because, as I said, once you scope out those things, no one can't tell you any different because you know it already. Mm-hmm. So, really try to like drive your self awareness. Um, and I think another takeaway as well as well, like it's okay to not know where you want to be. Because everyone has a change. Sometimes people have a change. Of career. I could go to sleep tomorrow, wake up and be like, you know what? I don't really like talent development anymore. You know what? I want to become a singer. I ain't going to get far. Um, <laughs> I'd expect you to have a decent conversation with me. And equally our listeners to be like, you don't, 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 don't get do not a day job. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? But actually things do change and it's okay for you not to know where you want to be. But I appreciate your journey. mm mm-hmm as well. Um, and I would definitely turn in and say, like, you know what, like, any of our younger listeners, um, yeah, navigate through your journey. Mm. Like, don't feel the need to be earning this much at this age, etc., etc. because when it doesn't happen, yeah, and it might not, uh, that's going to not feel, it's going to be like... A little yeah, cut. Yeah. So just make sure that you know what you enjoy where you're at. Build as much interpersonal skills as you possibly can. Bump up your CV. Get involved in other things, like from a creative standpoint, from a professional standpoint, from a personal standpoint. um And yeah, just ride your wave because no one ain't going to ride your wave for you. Do you know what I mean?
1: One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Take you make your own energy to make your own whatever. I'm always trying to come up with a phrase, and I ain't got it. But <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Analogy queen. I don't have one. Analogy queen.
0: Natoya, come on! You're normally good at these analogies. Yeah. Take
1: your energy. <laughs> oh man, fuck it. Take your energy and light your own light bulb. Turn on your own
0: switch. Okay, that's that's key. <laughs> we could. <laughs> we could. Yeah, that's yeah. key. Okay. Maybe a better one next next time. Next Maybe time. part two of all this for a check. Okay. We can come up with another one.
1: I'll think about <laughs> it, all right? I'll, I'll think I it. Think okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> <Amazing>. oh, <dear.
0: laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Snatch. We really hope that you enjoyed us just chatting about careers and we hope that you found some of the information we're talking about useful. Mm-hmm. Um As you know, if you would like to get involved, send us like, you know, your opinions, continue the conversation. Please feel free to reach out to us at contact at snatchpodcast.com. But until then, see you later. Adios. Bye.